Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Well, of course, we found the favorite amongst the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast fans, and that is GoGreenHemp.com. That's right, CBD hemp products. Tommy and I both use them daily to get through our days, get to sleep, get awake, you name it, whatever. We use it for everything. And at GoGreenHemp.com, we have a special offer for you. We all know hemp can be quite expensive depending on where you go, but GoGreenHemp.com is pretty affordable, especially when you slap on that coupon code at the end, HEELS AND QUADS, and all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% on your order. 15%. That's a lot off some good hemp. So check this out. They have balms, bath bombs, beauty products, edible gummies, gel capsules, tinctures, animal products, pre-filled cartridges, and even wax crumble. You gotta go to gogreenhemp.com and use that coupon code HEELS AND QUADS and all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. You won't get a better deal on hemp. I can promise you that. That's gogreenhemp.com, coupon code HEELS AND QUADS and all caps at checkout. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Levi's Music Lounge, episode five. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. That is correct, ladies and gentlemen. I am back for episode five. 
Welcome to Levi's Music Lounge, episode 5. I am Levi, even though I don't sound like Levi, because my voice still hasn't returned. I can't figure this out. Why is my voice not back yet? I don't know. It's like halfway right now. I'm kind of, I'm very close to the microphone as well, so I'm going to try to not get a lot of puh, 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 and all that going on. I have my gain turned up really high on my mic, and I don't have a pop filter. Last week, I actually used a sock, which I don't know why I didn't do that this week. I should probably just go get one real quick. Um, But yes, here we are, episode five. If you saw the tweet earlier this week, I I was going to mention the first two Dream Theater albums. I actually only had a chance to listen to... Yeah, here we go. Here goes Levi's story. All right. here. Uh, I actually only got to do this and do that. I feel like I'm always making excuses for shit like that. I'm always like, my time. I don't have time. Which I have a little bit of time. Uh, yeah, the tweet said I was going to check out Dream Theaters when Day and Dream Unite and Images and Words. I did listen to a little bit of Day and Dream Unite. Uh, it's only on YouTube, not on streaming platforms so at least not apple music or i didn't check spotify but uh i did listen to images and words their second album from 1992 so i will touch on what i thought about dream theater uh i have loudwire.com brought up with some news kind of like kind of like a discussion type thing like we do over on heels and quads i just wanted to just read off some news and what i thought was interesting maybe what everybody else might think is interesting uh, thanks for who's been listening because this show's actually been kind of keeping up with the actual, uh, mothership show heels and quads and Tommy's 27 other shows. So I'm glad to see that there are people listening to this, excuse me. And, uh, kind of gives me a reason to keep doing a couple episodes here and there. I've definitely been thinking about not doing it anymore because it's just, I feel like nobody cares. Uh, and I, am having a hard time keeping up with it. You know, it, I, I try to put out, I want to put out episodes Thursdays and Fridays and stuff like that. And like, here we are, here I am recording this on a, on a Sunday right now. Cause I finally have some free time, um, which I've had a little bit of free time over the last couple of days, but it's been a very busy week at work. I have another busy week coming up with not as much time as I'd like to have, but my Sundays and Mondays are so nice and I love my Sundays and Mondays. So I'm going to have to go out and enjoy myself a little more tonight. Maybe go to the record store or go buy things I don't need. I, I love just buying shit I don't need, man. I like to go to Best Buy and look at the Apple stuff and be like, God, it's so expensive and I want to spend my money on it. I want that $1,000 computer. I know I have one, but I want another one. Oh, my gosh. I want an Apple Watch, that's for sure, because they dropped the price on the Series 3, and I want one, but my wife will not confirm that it's okay, because she says I don't need it, and I think she's full of shit, because I think I do need it. Not really. I love you. Oh my gosh, baby, if you're listening, I do love you. I like to use my weird voice. <clears throat> it's super weird right now. I am like, it sounds like I'm straining, but when I take my headphones off, it's not too bad. Like, yeah, see? I... I don't know. It's strange. Anywho, let's talk about music. This is Levi's Music Lounge, and I would like to talk about music today. My first piece of news, I just want to say, get well soon, Papa Hetfield. Uh, James Hetfield entered rehab again for addiction treatment, and I say again. It's been nearly 20 years since he's had to go to rehab, but... 
the post they shared on, I saw it on Instagram the other day. They said, we are truly sorry to inform our fans and friends that we must postpone our upcoming tour of Australia and New Zealand. As most of you probably know, our brother James has been struggling with addiction on and off for many years. He has now unfortunately had to re-enter a treatment program to work on his recovery again. We fully intend to make our way to your part of the world as soon as health and schedule permit. We'll let you know as soon as we can. Once again, we are devastated that we have to that we have inconvenienced so many of you, especially our most loyal fans who often travel great distances to experience our shows. We appreciate your understanding and support for James and us as always. Thank you for being a part of our Metallica family. All tickets will be refunded. Yada yada. So, yes, I James Hetfield, I hope you get well. Um addiction is a fucking powerful thing. I've dealt with it. Um as a f- you're not just a, you're not a former addict. Like I'm considered still an addict because I had some substance problems in the past. Um, I have them under control for now. And uh, it's all about your willpower. And not, not just that, it, it, it's, a, it's a fucking hell of a disease, okay? Um, and I, I, I almost don't like when it's called a disease, <clears throat> because for some people it's not. I feel like I don't have as bad, I didn't have as bad of an issue as some do. Mine lasted about six years. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it on here right now, maybe another time. Um, but addiction is a fucking powerful thing. Life on the road is probably especially hard with addiction because you, you have everything readily in front of you and temptation is there day and night. So I can understand it, but, um, I hope James gets better. I hope whatever's troubling him goes away. And you know, that kind of thing just shows you like he went to, I think he's been pretty much sober or clean since the St. Anger recordings. Cause the movie, some kind of monster showed, uh, you know, he, he was gone for like nine months in rehab and, uh, I, that's the last I heard of it. I know they said like, as, as you probably know, our brother James has been struggling with addiction on and off for many years. I guess they're repeating, uh, they're referring to the past because, you know, back in the nineties and eighties, they were called alcoholica, you know, everybody, <laughs> they parted their asses off. So, uh, I'm assuming that's what it is. Don't know. None of my business. I just hope that James gets better and Metallica can continue touring and being the badasses that they are. And, you know, this is the kind of shit that makes a good album. So maybe James comes back with some amazing lyrics and material. You never know. Like when you're locked away, trying to get sober, you can, you can really come up with some cool shit in your head because you're, you're in such a weird place, man. But yeah, uh, best of luck to James. I hope you get better. Hope to see you guys out on the road again very soon. Uh, and that's coming from Loudwire. That's actually one of the top pieces of information there. Like I said, I saw it on Instagram a couple days ago. Uh, so it's, it's funny looking at this. There's not as much, um, there's not as much news like a like a wrestling website has. This has a bunch of stuff on here that's not a huge deal right now. Uh, Alter Bridges, Miles Kennedy got jumped by two girls in fourth grade. Like, that's a headline on Loudwire. <laughs> uh, I mean, in fourth grade, they were probably pretty tough for him. I don't know. That's I love Loudwire. Uh, D. Snyder calls out hypocrisy of NFL's Super Bowl halftime booking. Yeah, he's correct on that. Let's see what that says, actually. Uh, I don't... 
WTF, Shakira, and J-Lo for this year's NFL Halftime Show. Once again, the great heavy music that rocks the stadiums week after week, game after game, is completely ignored. I guess we don't shake our ass enough. Yeah, that's true, D. I love D. Snyder. My point about this year's NFL Halftime Show isn't a slight on Shakira or J-Lo. It's frustration that week after week rock is the go-to music during games but gets no respect when it comes to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, I think that... I, it, it is crazy that Metallica or someone big like that hasn't done the halftime show. You know, you get rid of Chili Peppers, but that's that's different. Like, we need some, he- like, heavy metal, man. But, like, family heavy metal, stuff that people know. People know Enter Sandman and Sad But True. That kind of stuff. We need a Super Bowl show that has, we need a heavy Super Bowl show. But something that the families can be like, you know, that, uh, what do you what do you call it novice level headbanging <laughs> that's what we need for the the uh halftime show and we also need the eagles and the jets and in that super bowl too that probably won't happen in tommy and i's lifetime but that'd be cool the jets versus the eagles in the super bowl uh and as we speak i'm currently just getting slaughtered on fantasy because my team is not i don't my team's not playing, so whatever. I don't know. I'm probably going to lose. I'm like 19% projected to win. I don't know what is wrong with this team, but I won last week. I'm about to be 1-3. and three. I'm just fucking pissed because I'm tired of losing. I've been doing so good all these years of fantasy football, and now I suck. So ugh, I'm getting mad thinking about it. This is a music show. Let's not do that. So, anyways, uh, here in Favo, we just finished Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue, and uh, Black Label Society was here last week, or uh, what was it, Thursday, for this Bikes and Blues, and I didn't, I didn't go up to it, but uh, it's a pretty big deal. Like four hundred thousand people come to town, or three hundred thousand people, and just party their asses off with bikes, and there's a lot of cool music downtown. Uh, last year, Leonard Skinner and 38 Special were here, I believe. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool, but I don't go because it's just a mess of people. It's so many of them and, uh, I don't have a bike either, so I'm not that cool. All right. Let's talk about Dream Theater for a second. Images and Words, their 1992 album. I kind of skimmed through their first one, not enough to touch on it. So let me just talk about the, the first one that's available on a streaming platform like Apple Music. Images and Words, to me, is it's kind of funny that if you listen to last week's Heels and Quads episode, Tommy said he always heard that they were a heavier rush, like a heavy rush. And that's like exactly what Dream Theater is like. It is, it's it's prog rock, prog metal in some places. Later in their discography, I think more heavy metal-ish. But these early albums are like prog rock and definitely vibes of like power metal and like real epic, like, like, whoa, I, I, (laughs) I don't know how to describe it, but like that epic folky power metal where it's like, we're telling a story about like the wizards that came through and won, and they don't do that, but you know, I'm just fucking rambling. Just listen, subscribe and go buy a t-shirt from prowrestlingtees.com forward slash heels and quads. We need some support here and go greenhemp.com using coupon code Heels and quads in all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. Let me plug that real quick. Go get you some Go Green Hemp. I saw Go Green Hemp in a tobacco store recently. It's good. 
and you should definitely go get some too at gogreenhemp.com. Use the coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout, Heels and Quads, and save 15% on your order. That's a pretty solid deal on hemp, okay? Hemp is not cheap, and I, I use it daily to go to bed for pain, aches and pains if I have them, whatever. Long days on the floor in a kitchen, my feet start to hurt, my legs ache, my back aches. When I get home, I take some hemp, go green hemp especially. I will eat some gummies or put some balm on my back, and it's gone so fast, and it is a lifesaver. So go to if you're having any kind of issue or you like hemp, you like CBD, go to gogreenhemp.com and use coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout. It saves you 15% on your order. And it's not just like the prices aren't higher and the 15% knocks it down to like a normal price it's like normal priced hemp and cbd products and the coupon code knocks it down like cheaper and it and it works it's great they have tinctures they have the wax they have balms they have the lotions whatever it is you name it gogreenhemp.com has it go there use the coupon code help support the show buy some damn hemp because tommy and i do and you should too anywho Dream Theater. <laughs> I, I'm i going to dig deeper into this discography. Okay, so first of all, I listened to, memorably, I listened to the first five tracks. The first one, Pull Me Under. Pull me under, pull me under, pull me under, I'm not afraid. Yeah, that's a, see, see, I know what I'm doing here. I know what I'm doing here. Uh-huh. I believe this is the first album with uh, the singer who is still currently the singer, I believe, James Labrie. 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 Uh, he's been the front man of the band since this album, Images and Words. I can't remember the first album's singer. Let me look at this real quick. Uh, this is the only dream. Uh, when Dream and Day Unite is the only album for Charlie Dominici to be featured on vocals. So from uh, Images and Words on, it is James Labrie on vocals. And he's got a hell of a voice, man. That guy, uh, he really can wail it out. And from what I heard on the first one, Charlie or whatever, he had a good, he had a great, great voice as well, but he didn't stick around. I don't know why. I haven't read it. It says, I'm learning right now, and so are you. Uh, After Charlie Dominici's departure, Wikipedia, from Dream Theater, the band auditioned nearly 200 individuals across the nation until James LeBury, who at that point was part of Canadian glam band Winter Rose, sent the band an audition tape. After a short jam session, he was named Dream Theater's new lead singer, and he he has remained with them ever since. So, uh... The band was signed to a seven-album contract by Atco Records shortly after, and I guess they went ahead and just started recording. So, "Pull Me Under" is uh, highlighted as one of the singles from the albums. From the album, so is "Metropolis Part One: The Miracle and the Sleeper." Take the time and another day. Uh, this album was recorded October to December 1991 and released July 7th, 1992. This is all coming from Wikipedia, so fact check me if you need to. Uh, I found it pretty. I found it pretty good. 
the like I said, the first five tracks memorably I sat and listened to with my headphones on. The track six through eight, I was probably listening to in the car or at work, so I didn't get to observe them as well. But within the first three tracks, pull me under another day and take the time. I absorb like three different styles right there. Like pull me under has that hard rock, but also like I was talking about earlier, that epic kind of sound and his voice is just crazy, man. It's just so like, whoa, like he can really wail. It sounds, it sounds good. Uh, another day, if I'm not mistaken, was a little bit of like a more, it was a more mellow song, kind of like that calmer. And so is surrounded track four, uh, more like mellow, like not crazy heavy type stuff. Um, but take the time heavy, pull me under, got its heavy moments. Metropolis got its heavy moments. So it's definitely like a, at this time period of the band, it's like a prog prog rock band. I don't find it to be like, it has elements of metal, but I think that it's more rocky. Um, and like I said, I am going to dig deeper into their discography uh, let's see, what's next after that one? I'm going to look that up real quick and just go ahead and add it to my Apple Music uh, playlist real quick. Oh, my Wi-Fi upstairs is so bad. It is Awake. It looks like Awake is their third album from 1994. And yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that one out. The cover is pretty cool. It's like in the sky and there's a mirror and a moon. Um, I find the name, I personally find the name to be pretty cool. Uh, dream theater. It's, it's mystical. That's, that's what I was looking for. Mystical. That's the sound I was looking to say that the band kind of sounded like very mystical and, uh, rushy. It's totally, it's totally a heavy version of rush. And like, if, if you can't see that they are heavily influenced by Rush, then I guess you haven't listened to Rush or something, but damn. I mean, I'm telling you, they are kind of a more toned-up version of Rush, more adult version of Rush, even though Rush is the shit. It's it's a different animal, Rush, but and, and I'm going to have to do a Rush episode, too, where I rank kind of their albums and stuff like that. And Rush is another band that, like, I've listened to a lot of Rush, but I've never sat down and went start to finish discography and i don't i don't do that with many bands i don't just sit down and like at 8 a.m and finish the band by 10 o'clock at night i'm saying like slowly listen to their discography like get into them and check all that out i'm gonna try to do that with dream theater i like prog rock and metal um obviously tool you know i talked about them two three weeks ago whatever probably my favorite prog band if that's what you want to call that. I, f- I feel like Tool is just Tool, their own genre. Um, I Where am I going here? I like prog. I'm just not, it's not my like main genre. Because sometimes 11-minute songs can get old after a while, and you're like, okay, I've listened to like three different songs here in one. But uh, anyways, I enjoy the album, Images and Words. Uh, I probably will give those last three tracks a listen just to make sure that I can back this up. So next week, if I, if they, if I just hate those tracks, I can come on here and be like, Hey, by the way, I hate those tracks. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about that album. Delete last week's episode. 
No. Uh, I found it very interesting, and I, I, I felt like I was going on a journey. Legitimately, I was listening to this music and the guitars and drums and bass and his and his vocals, and <laughs> I, I could have just said the whole band. Goes on its own. Yeah, take off my screensaver. Uh, it goes on its own little adventure, and uh, you can go with it. You can kind of get lost with it, like a like a tour record. But I would say my favorite songs on the album probably take the time and i did thoroughly enjoy metropolis part one which i believe in a couple albums later is actually called metropolis part two um yeah two three albums later is actually called the album is called metropolis part two scenes from a memory and all the songs are scenes there's 12 tracks on it and there's scene one through scene nine Oh, okay, it's Prague, dude. It's t- it's like twenty one twelve. There's like a bunch of different parts of twenty one twelve. Anyways, I'm gonna dig a little deeper into Dream Theater. I'll you know we'll eventually do an episode about Dream Theater where I like sit and talk and go, okay, here's what I like about their discography and here's my favorite parts and blah 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 and all that. But for now, I got my I got my feet wet with uh, uh, images and words. Sorry. I apologize that I'm all over the place in this episode. I am just, I'm really, I'm really just want to get this episode out so that we have this episode to listen to. And that way I didn't not release an episode. So that way it's like, I did release that episode. You know, I was trying. I know my voice is shot, but I was trying. So you heard it. Anywho, Dream Theater. I'm going to dig a little deeper at another time. Okay. So here's what I have saved on my phone currently. I actually saved a few new albums on here, and I was going to mention some stuff about them. One of them being Death, The Sound of Perseverance. Yes, I said death. For those of you who are into death metal, thrash metal, stuff like that, for me, death is, a lot of people consider them like the pioneers of death metal in the mid to late 80s. The Sounder Perseverance, the one I have saved on here, I also have Symbolic saved on here, um, an earlier 90s album. But The Sounder Perseverance is their last album from 1998, and uh, I really like this one. I was actually listening to it on my bike ride the other day. Death is, an I will do an episode on Death. Like I said, most people consider them the pioneers of death metal, like one of the first death metal bands from back in the day. But I will, I don't know that I would call them the first death metal band. Because once again, I, everything has to get fucking genrefied. I think they have their own unique sound. It's definitely death metal, but they got like very thrashy elements as well. And later on, like this one, like proggy, it's like proggy thrash death like it's definitely technical death metal and melodic death metal so if you're going subgenre of a subgenre it's definitely tech death and melodic death in my opinion um but if you are a fan of death metal man you and you haven't heard death that's kind of weird but death is the shit chuck shoulder passed away in 01 or 02 i believe from cancer and he spoiler alert when i when and if i do an episode about my gu- favorite guitarist chuck shoulder is on that list He's a fucking shredder of guitars and just a god in the uh, guitar realm. But The Sound of Perseverance, uh, I think I'm going to buy it 
eventually on vinyl or CD just to collect it. I have a friend who has all the Death albums, and uh, I just like them because they come with that little slip on them, the CD. But Death only has, I believe, six albums. Let me let me see real quick here. I believe it's I believe it's only like six or something. But uh, Scream Bloody Gore is the first one. Leprosy, Spiritual Healing, Human, Individual Thought Patterns, Symbolic, and Sound of Perseverance. The Sound of Perseverance. Yeah, Symbolic's right before this one, not too early '90s. Symbolic and the Sound of Perseverance are probably some of my favorites. But picking my favorite Death album is like picking my favorite Tool album. It's hard, <laughs> and I am gonna do those episodes, separate ones, uh, favorite death albums and favorite tool albums, but maybe I'll talk death here soon. It is, man, I know not a lot of people are huge death metal fans and throughout and like really heavy shit like that, but dude, you got to give death a try. Chuck Schuldner was the man and just a fucking guitar God. And it sucks that he passed away because they were actually starting another band um, at the time of that, let me look that up real quick. Cause I always forget the name of it. Um, they were starting another band because let me type this in sound of perseverance. They wanted to go more prog. Yeah. So it's even labeled on Wikipedia as tech death and malak death metal. I did. I just made that my personal opinion. So that's pretty cool. Let me look here. Um, uh, Control Denied. Yes. That was the that was the band that they were looking to do. I guess they had released one album. Where is it? The Fragile Art of Existence. Yeah, 1999. Control Denied. So yeah, that's Chuck Schuldner's side project uh of death. And that was his final studio album before he died a result of cancer on December 13th, 2001. Fucking bummer, dude, because he was such a badass. And he's a good-looking dude, too. Like You don't get a lot of good-looking dudes in the death metal community. No offense, but if you're in the death metal community, you, you know that. You know where you stand. I'm in the death metal community. I know where I stand. I'm just not a death metal artist. I'm not in Morbid Angel. I'd be the best-looking guy in the death metal community if I was all the way in, right? Right. Anyways, Control Denied. Yes, that was the band I was looking to mention that was the... Uh, follow-up project of death kind of the where they were going to go and it was it was proggy uh i've listened to it a little bit i don't remember maybe i'll review it on here sometime anywho uh i wanted to touch on as i lay dying's newest album shaped by fire uh this is the first it was the first band in seven years after uh tim labesis was put in prison because he was gonna get a hit he put a hit out on his wife or whatever so uh yeah timbo glad you're out of prison kind of sucks that you did that because you made us wait on a new azalea dying album but this album is so good in my opinion it was worth the wait this new as i lay dying album uh if you haven't listened to as i dying then you probably aren't in a metalcore but it is a metalcore band uh one of the earlier one of the earlier a little flexibility can go a long way by refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 
Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Ones that got real big, kind of like that, kind of like, I, I see them as one of those big four you know, if there's a big four of every genre, the big four of metalcore would include As I Lay Dying, along with Kill Switch and Gage. Um, the other two are debatable, but <laughs> but definitely As I Lay Dying and Kill Switch and Gage would be the big four of that. Some you could probably say All That Remains in the earlier days, but that's tough. Dillinger Escape Plan is definitely one of them as well. I, I don't I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about that another time. Who is the big four of Metalcore? We'll we'll debate that. And it's funny because every episode I've done so far, I've mentioned Metalcore, and I'm not a huge Metalcore guy. I never I never like I never was before, but now I just recently got into it and have more respect for it. And I shouldn't say I just recently got into it. I've always kind of been into it, but I've never been like a huge metalcore kid. I've always been exploring different shit and I enjoy metalcore always. I just haven't always been like a big metalcore kid. I just repeated what I said. Sorry. Anywho, let's just talk about the new Azalea dying up. We'll talk about that another time. But yeah, I like metalcore and lately I've been more into it than usual. There we go. I got it out. All that fucking jumping around just to say that. Yes. I'm more into it than usual. So, the newest Azalea Dying album, Shaped by Fire, is awesome. They've released four singles on it before they released it. My Own Grave, Redefined, Shaped by Fire, and Blinded. Uh, there's 12 tracks on the album. I've listened to it in full one time. It was at work while I was prepping for the day. Nobody else was there. They didn't bother me. But it sounds better than ever. This is an amazing return to... As I Lay Dying for As I Lay Dying. They have they have came back hot as hell, and I'm I'm glad that this album got to hit the market this year. I'm glad that Tim got out of out of jail. What he did was stupid. I don't know why you'd put a hit on your wife. That's kind of wacko. But we got a great album out of him getting out. Um, their last album was Awakened in 2012, which I don't remember much about Awakened. Oh, I do remember Awakened. Never mind. There was a certain song on that album that I remember I liked a lot. It wasn't Cauterize. Um, I don't know. Anyways, if you're a fan of the core stuff, and if you were a Azalea Dying fan back in the day and still are or whatever, or you're like, hey, I'm just looking for some new good music, the new Azalea Dying album is really good, Shaped by Fire. I would recommend it. Uh, actually, just two days ago, Friday... We got a new Of Mice and Men album. And if you listen to Heels and Quads, if you remember last year, I was actually talking about their new album last year, Defy. Uh, so they released another new album this year called Earth and Sky. All one word. Earth and Sky. Earth and Sky. Uh, this is the second album, I want to say, with uh, the bassist Aaron Pauly being the vocalist. Because I believe last year was the same way. I don't, I think the one dude left, I forget his name. Yeah, last year was, yeah, last year was like that. Cold World was the last album to have uh, Austin Carlisle on 
vocals. And he was just like solely a vocalist. Um, so yes, it is. I just wanted to fact check that real quick before I said it. Aaron Pauly is the vocalist and bassist on the last two albums, which he was the bassist before. He's always been the bassist, I believe. Um, I've listened to a few tracks off this album, Earth and Sky. I was, it, it has a bunch of different genres on it, right? That's kind of crazy. Wikipedia, get your facts straight. Metalcore, melodic, hardcore, hard rock, heavy metal, melodic, hardcore. Melodic, hardcore, that's like an old school term for uh, like early metalcore stuff. Um, I listened to the first four tracks on this. Uh, Grave Dancer, As We Suffocate, Taste Regret, Mushroom Cloud I've Heard When It Came Out as a single, and How to Survive I Heard as a single when it came out, which is the last track on the album. Uh, I find it to be awesome. It's a great follow-up to Defy from last year. I find it, it, it's much heavier than Defy, in my opinion. It definitely kicks a little more ass than Defy, but I haven't, I haven't given it a full listen. So let me listen to it in full. I'll probably mention more about it next week on the show and, uh, give my thoughts on it. But last year was the first year I really got into Of Mice and Men and I loved the album Defy. And uh, I think Tommy actually played Money on the podcast, their cover of Pink Floyd's Money. And uh, anywho, it's a good band. If you don't, li- if you like stuff like Azalea Dying, you'll definitely love Have Mice and Men. It's a little more mellow at times, but uh, I I like them a lot personally. And uh, this new album is it sounds really good, sounds really heavy, a lot more, a lot more. A lot more brutalness to it, if you will, than Defy. Defy had some more like wee 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 moments, and this one has that. Of Mice and Men's always been that way. They've always had kind of those clean choruses, um, and that's fine because he has. They have great voices, so they can do that. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna dive a little deeper into this one before I give my thoughts fully on it. But so far, I definitely enjoy it. And uh, Reese, last but not least. Friday also KMFDM released a new album that is in a uh, they're like a German industrial band but they're up there with Nine Inch Nails and Ministry on that industrial level. Uh they released their 21st studio album Paradise on Friday and I listened to three tracks on it. Actually the top the starting three track KMF which it starts out with him going kill motherfucker kill motherfucker <laughs> and then No Regret and Oh My Goth. Oh my goth. But like goth, like gothic. <laughs> See what they did there? Oh my goth. <sighs> yeah, so they released a new album. Uh, KMFDM, <laughs> you can get lost in their discography pretty easy because they have, like I said, that's their 21st album. I enjoy their music pretty thoroughly. They, if you, if you get bored of them, just wait a week and then listen to them again or wait a day they have such a big discography man it's uh very very rocky industrial like not super down tune like that kind of stuff it's more like bar chords and power chords with uh program drums and stuff like that but i i like kmfdm that, that that'd be a fun episode to do where i just talk about their whole career because they've been around for a long time and put out a bunch of different material. Uh, I think my favorite, I can't remember the name of the, the album. What is that? So their last album came out in 2017. So 21 albums, I mean, that, that obviously tells you they release a lot of stuff. 
Uh, my favorite album of theirs is their 1997 album, uh, Extort. That's what it is. I would, I always forget the name of it. I believe it's 1997. I could be wrong. I, I, KMFDM is a band where they have so much stuff in their discography. It's like Motorhead to me almost. They are the, that is, that's a great comparison, Levi. Thank you so much for that. KMFDM is the motorhead of industrial metal. They have a bunch of albums and you can, their shit can definitely bleed together, but it's fun to listen to. And it is, uh, it is, it is talented music. And I love motorhead too. And I'm definitely going to do an episode on motorhead at some point. So anywho, uh yeah new came fdm check it out if you like industrial i'm gonna listen to it a little bit more kind of like the of mice and men album before i talk more about it this friday october 4th the new ghost album is coming out i know i've been talking about that band for every episode of the show thus far but their new album valediction comes out october 4th and i'm excited for it like i said last week there's three singles out right now check them out if you'd like to wrapped in wax bloody roses and ligature marks bloody roses was actually released uh last like a week or two ago and october 4th this friday is their new album so check that out i'm excited for it their discography constantly evolves and uh you should sit back relax and listen to it but you probably can't relax because it's going to want to make you dance and and headbang at the same time so anywho i think that about does it for this week's show i've rambled on long enough and been super confusing long enough uh thank you for everybody who's been listening and supporting the show that helps out a lot. I'm glad that I I'm glad that I have listeners for this. I'm very surprised at that kind of <laughs> because I didn't think that people would really care too much about this show, you know what I mean, especially on a wrestling network. But we have a college, we have a football show, we have a baseball show, we have a watch along wrestling show which speaking of watch along wrestling, I got on the WWE network today to watch some wrestling and for some reason my subscription was just canceled and my car, they have my card number and there's money for them to take they can have the 9.99 and they didn't take it and so i have to resubscribe but i'm kind of bitter about it so i'm like i'm gonna make them wait a day those fuckers you're not you know what you're gonna wait an extra day for 10 more dollars how do you like that Vinny? you like that Vinny mac huh you can wait on your money anywho thank you for listening <laughs> subscribe to heels and quads to find this show wherever podcasts are found you can wherever you listen to podcasts heels and quads wrestling podcast network heels and quads podcast network just call it that the heels and quads podcast network is wherever podcasts are found god i am sorry that i am so jumbled up today i'm trying folks i'm trying so hard follow me on instagram at music or (laughs) i'm a mess dude follow me on twitter at music lounge levi that's and on twitter at music lounge levi you can email the show at heels and quads at gmail.com you can also follow me at levi d zindel on twitter and at levi zinfandel on instagram i've been getting some weird followers on there i don't know if it's because of the show or what of the heels and quads show uh there's other we have a bunch of other shows too if you like football baseball all that shit we'll probably have a movie show soon or uh food show i guess i could host that uh what else we could start a uh 
I don't know, a gardening show. That'd probably be pretty cool. It'd probably take off. Uh, we're going to get rich and famous off all these shows we have. <laughs> How about we start a, uh, let's start a fitness show. We'll do that. That'll give me a chance to get fit. Um, what else here? What else can we do? I'm getting into this now. Technology show. I'll host that. Uh, we better give Tommy another show though. Let's see. What else is he into? We'll do a golden girls podcast. He can do that. Uh, I mean, the ideas are just flowing and we can keep creating Twitter accounts. There's plenty of room. I can have as many Twitter accounts as I want. And then I can kind of like sling accounts. You got to have a bunch of different emails. So why not? I'm going to have to get a sling account pretty soon because I want to watch All Elite Wrestling. Uh, what else? We can do a Halloween podcast. We'll just start that. We'll do it in October. Well, we'll start it at the end of August. And then we'll run that for a couple months. And then, uh, let's see. We can start all kinds of shows. Just give us ideas. But most importantly, follow all of our current shows. Me, music, at music, leave it. <laughs> oh, I am fucked today. What is going on? At Music Lounge Levi on Twitter. Okay? At Music Lounge Levi on Twitter. At Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. Most importantly, Music Lounge Levi on Twitter. Subscribe. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Uh, follow at Podcast Classics on Twitter. At Into Endzone. And at Out of Bullpen. I think that's it. And uh, Mr. Tommy Walter, of course, as well on Twitter. Um, he's probably excited now that I said we should start more podcasts. He's probably like, yeah, dude, let's do it. And I'm like, no, I was just kidding. So he'll text me soon though, as soon as he hears this at the time of posting this. <laughs> All right. I'll let everybody go. Talk to you next week for episode six, probably ranking a discography. I think I want to do that unless some new music comes out. That's amazing, but I don't think anything amazing is coming out within the next week. So I will probably rank a discography next week on Levi's Music Lounge. Thank you for listening and supporting the show. That was my seat. I'll talk to you next week. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.